What's up, everybody? This is Thomas Bahamas, and you are here for another episode of Solana Weekly. Uh, sorry, we took a little week off, but I am back and better than ever. We got a ton to cover, and uh, it kind of seems like everything's heating up. I think we got some good narratives coming up. We got Breakpoint in the near future here. I'm assuming that everyone's going to have a ton of releases. Um, it seems like the marketing is back for the mad lads they got something called x coming out all over the timeline it seems like uh i'm seems like we're gonna get a good pump before so uh, i'm excited to dig into it and uh, let's see what we're doing so um started off we've got solana sitting at 23.95 um pretty good pump the other day right so it was down under 19 and we had a huge green candle um, and it's actually kind of maintaining that, right? So it pumped up over 24. Um, it, it dropped a little bit yesterday. I'm assuming everybody along the top. So they got uh, liquidated on the way down. And now it's back up. Uh, looking like it'll probably head back over 24 as well. Um, so it's maintaining that pump, which is good. Let's hope that we can keep that going. Um, you know, and, and another big, uh, big narrative that's going on right now is ETH, right? So Soul ETH is actually up like over 20% over these last couple of weeks. Um, and I think this is huge because, um, you know, ETH just had, you know, a pretty major event where they got their futures ETF launched, um, which, you know, Bitcoin has one. Um, I think it's, I think it's big, even though it's a futures product and it's, um, you know, worse for everyone that actually gets it worse for consumers, but, um, it's, it's a step in the, the right direction. Um, the inflows were terrible compared to Bitcoin. Um, it's like 10%, I think, is what of what Bitcoin actually did. So not as big as we would have hoped. But, I mean, it's still a big narrative, right? It's still a win. Um, and after that, we saw um, Grayscale, our, our favorite favorite man, Barry. Um, they, they put in a formal application to convert their, um, their ETH e-trust into an actual ETF. Um, which that would be big, um, you know, because ETH, ETH is down bad. Um, the premium or the discount on it's really big. So, um, you know, we just need to get rid of all those garbage products. But there's, I think that there's actually a really good play to get um, because, you know, once, once one of those ETFs or once one of those trusts gets converted to an ETF, it's fully redeemable. So there will be no discount. And, you know, say there's a 30% discount right now, that's a 30% gain right there on top of, um, you know, the asset actually probably increasing as well. So, um, yeah, whatever. Barry is the worst. He's broke. Um, but we need him to convert. Um, also, you know, with Bitcoin, so sold BTC is also up pretty big, which is huge because BTC, it kind of looks like it's going to run the market. But, um, you know, it, it, we're, we're seeing Solana still outperform Bitcoin on the way up, which um, is kind of contrary to kind of what a lot of the big traders have been saying. So um, I'm hoping that we can maintain that. I think that sold price has been held down for long enough and we're ready for it to go up. Um, I want to say last breakpoint, Solana got up to like 37, um, and then dumped immediately after. So, you know, let's, let's get that pump going. Um, all right. So that, that's what we got as far as pricing. Um, you know, overall solid. Um, now we move over to the market, you know, there, there has been some, some, 
heat, right? So um, it's kind of SPL season on Solana, shitcoin season. Um, you know, really kicked off with a token called Opas, only possible on Solana. And uh, yeah, a ton of liquidity went into it, and it was all through our good friend HGE. So there's probably some sort of scam associated with it. He might exit. You never know. Maybe he's doing this all out of the good of his heart he's probably making money on it um i don't see the scam yet but maybe it's coming but we did see a lot of inflows from ETH people to actually buy it um and i mean it went up you know crazy amounts it went up like you know up over 10 bucks and it was down below one obviously so um it went up a lot um it's down under five now and you know it's kind of cool. I feel I feel dumb because I missed it, um, missed it completely. But I'm not gonna buy in too late, so I'm not gonna buy in. Um, but it, you know, I think that's just showing the potential that there's you know there's people out there and they're they're willing to move money over. And I I hope that that gives you know some of those um, ETH players a a good taste of what they could be doing on Solana, right? The slippage isn't isn't as bad as on ETH. Um, the fees aren't as bad. Um, right. So once they actually understand how much better the trading experience is, I'm hoping that they stick. Um, you know, we've been kind of seeing a slew of other coins named somewhat similarly. Um, the I would recommend the probably the best way to monitor all these new coins is Bonkbot. Um, it's it's just it's a Unibot clone, basically, but for Solana tokens. So, you know, people get mad at people botting, um, you know, new coins, but you can actually do it too. <laughs> so um, it's, it, it'll notify you, you know, each coin that comes out or that gets released, and then you can buy it directly from basically a Telegram chat. Um, I have not perfected it. I, you know, a lot of these coins come out right away, um, and there is no liquidity to buy them, right? So if you make a, you know, $100 purchase um, or 100 USDC purchase, you know, there could be 20, 50% uh, slippage on those type of transactions, just because there's no, um, there's no pool to actually buy from. So, you know, sometimes I'll buy like a couple of dollars at a time. Um, I don't know, that's the one part that I haven't figured out. But at least with the bot, you know, I, it gives you an idea of what's going on. Um, you know, right now, it's just different, you know, horrible coins named kind of like only possible only opos um but i mean it's a good way you know i you can kind of spray and pray on a bunch of new coins because a lot of them are probably going to go up um i have no real good insight onto how to find ones that are released well i guess you could look into kind of the tokenomics on bird eye um you could look at you know the amount of the um, amount of holders, amount of top holders, you know, is it concentrated? Is there a couple people? Um, was it a fair launch? I guess it, it's hard to, you know, if you're going to do, if you're going to go after this, I, I feel like it's, you probably need to do a pretty good deep dive on it. Um, but either way, I think it's good for tokens, right? So I, I, I'm holding some bonk, I'm holding some burn. Um, you know, there's been a few other coins that have been pretty fun. There's like the um, wait, like this, there's some social fi coins that have done pretty well that, that, uh, like coin is doing well. Um, social fi actually, you know, kind of leads me to my next token. 
our next discussion is social fi but overall i mean i'd say the outlook on sbl tokens is great um you know it's hard to find the good ones but it's hard everywhere to find the good ones um i think liquidity is coming so it's worth keeping an eye on and um and yeah let's let's dive into social fi so that was kind of a big push right front tech it's huge um it's the future you know racer created it and uh it's as big as bitcoin that's not but um but i mean it's a cool model everyone's copying it now i even saw kaleo posting an avax copy of it um hopefully he got paid for that because i'm not trying that um and there was uh frenzy on solana which was kind of a copy of it except there was no chat so you just buy people and i guess sell them um i bought a bunch and i didn't sell any so um they didn't really release a chat or a product so right now it's just speculating on people and i don't think it's going anywhere i haven't really seen too many changes to it so we'll we'll see how that goes i haven't sold any so maybe i'm just sitting on a bag um i don't know but but yeah might not be the best um yeah also friend tech there's been some exploits happening uh, where they people got sim swapped right so um frentech's directly connected to your twitter so if you get access to your twitter you can get access to your frentech wallet um and the numerous people got exploited this way um so it's, it's a good time to think about um a little on the security front you know when if you did sign up for twitter blue they actually default your uh phone number as your uh, two-factor authentication um, i'd recommend removing that 100 percent because um, that can be gamified that can be um, you know people can get your number relatively easy um, i'm not relatively easy but it i mean it happens in crypto quite often where you know i'm not sure if it's um, you know they actually it's like social engineering through calling uh, like Verizon or T-Mobile and saying that they lost their phone number, but it's exploitable, right? So take that out. Be careful on Frentech. Um, I mean, I don't have any money on there, so they could hack away on that, but um, but worth worth bringing up. Uh, let's see. Other things. Quex are pumping. Um, so the Nobles chat. Buy 20 Quex. Get into the chat. It's popping. Um, I can't keep up with it. Um, the but every time I check, I'm laughing. It's everything I want out of a project, right? The, you know, I, I, there's not like uh, huge uh, DAO discussions like Monk DAO or anything. It's just, you know, the Quectator, Forkulus just runs it, right? So, um, you know, kind of makes funny changes. There's good memes. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. They're going to have a good breakpoint party. Um, I am not going to go, obviously, but... Um, if you are going, I'd definitely buy a quick, um, and see how it is. Um, they're, yeah, they're, they pumped to over seven soul for one, um, so I think about 5.5 soul floor right now, but there's not that many listed. Everyone in the chat is, uh, being bullied into not selling. Uh, so it's, it's hilarious. Um, so we're not selling, um, hop in if you want. You know, it does take 20, which is kind of a lot to get into now, uh, or, you know, kind of costly to get into, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know another good project that, um, 
has a bunch of, you know, kind of like Solana OGs in it. So, um, worth checking out. And it, as far as Breakpoint goes, that's kind of going to be the narrative for the next little while, I think. I think we'll see a lot of releases. I mentioned Mad Lads in the beginning, um, and their floor price is already up to like 75 soul. Um, there's going to be a release. There's going to be something for probably most projects. I'm hoping a lot of protocols, maybe maybe those D5 points turn into actual money at some point. That would be nice. Um, but I mean, we're I'm expecting this to be pretty big. Um, you know, people save up their releases for Breakpoint. Um, so, you know, we'll see. There's, I, I think this is going to be one of the biggest Breakpoints they've had. Um, it's in Amsterdam. I bet it's going to be a blast. If you're going, uh, enjoy. So, yeah, I, I think of that. Um, and to get into DeFi, DeFi is rocking, right? So DeFi on Solana has hit an all-time high in total value locked. You know, that we make fun of that narrative, but it's or that metric, but that's the metric that's used. So um, in that metric, we hit an all-time high. So why is that big? Well, I mean, that fluctuates based on the token price, right? So if you have, uh, you know, a million Solana at $260, you have $260 million um, locked. If it's $26, you have $26 million, right? So based on that number, it's a shitty metric, but we hit all-time highs um, with the token at 10% of its all-time high price. So um, I think that's big, you know, and it, it just goes to show how these uh, DeFi protocols are doing great. Um, you know, people are, are doing, you know, liquid staking tokens. They're staking those in protocols. They're borrowing, they're lending, um, and it shows that the market's, market's healthy. So, um, I, I, I like it. Um, I am loving it and I've kind of gotten out of most of my DeFi positions. Um, just, I don't know. I haven't been checking everything too much and sometimes I forget about those type of positions. So I haven't been in them. Um, but you know, I like that they're there. Um, I always keep look good staking tokens too. So, uh, lastly, I've been seeing some more alt L ones pop up. Um, <clears throat> namely like Sui and Aptos and even AVAX too. And I would assume that like, I haven't heard much from them at all. So the fact that I'm seeing them is probably good. Maybe they're doing something, um, which I mean, a lot of money went into building these things and I, there's just been nothing. Um, you know, it's been a pretty, pretty shitty release from Sui. Um, Aptos didn't really last much longer than a month. Um, so, you know, I'm expecting to see some short term pumps there. Um, but I'm not seeing anything unique come from them, so I don't really care, um, you know, right? It's not a long-term game, um, and I'm not I'm not looking to like hold sweet. Um, but you know, worth if you're looking for some gems. I'm imagining that some of those tokens will be pretty good. Um, and lastly, I'm gonna finish with everybody's favorite topic of taxes. So when we talk taxes, um, I think that uh, this is a risk that not everyone's kind of factoring into their bags right like we we talk about security we want hardware wallets uh we want cold storage we you know you got to have a wallet that you're only sending to and from you're not connecting to any sites but another factor in your safety is actually regulatory capture right so it's probably the biggest risk that no one's talking about um right so all our on and off ramps in crypto have been kind of attacked and there's not that many left um 
So at this point, they are all KYC'd, right? So your name is on um, every withdrawal that you take out of crypto and every deposit that you put in. Um, so when you send those money, when you send money to um, an exchange or an off-ramp or, or the other way around, uh, your wallets are known, right? So, um, you know, I don't think it's that hard for them to see on a public ledger, you know, how much you made, what trades you made. Um, and I think the tools for tracking all that is going to get way better, right? Like right now, um, I would imagine you probably don't have a big risk of the IRS knowing every uh, NFT transaction that you made um, and going in and looking through the block explorer. However, I don't think it's going to take that much for them to get it, right? You get a TurboTax program, you get a, um, you know, you get a couple different changes on, um, you know, you get get a few programs, a few bots. And I don't think it'd take that much for them to actually just run your wallet that you're connected to your exchange and boom, they have your whole history and what you should owe. Um, you know, I think that there should be those programs for us and for everybody so that we can have that be a lot easier, but it's not there, right? Um, I think TurboTax just acquired another company. Um, so I think that they'll add support for crypto. Um, so I think that's the right thing. Um, but I think the reason why it's so important for us to actually, you know, get in front of this is a lot of those calculations are wrong, right? So there's a crypto tax calculator, there's a net runners. Um, and if you just run or you run your wallet in there, there's uh, thousands of uncategorized transactions and they don't know your cost basis for a lot of it, right? So if you sell Solana at $20, they don't know if you bought it at 200 or at eight. Uh, and that's important because you want to get the accurate numbers in there, right? So it's going to take some digging. It's going to take some sleuthing. Um, and the programs, they're just not there yet. Um, so what I actually did is I hired a guy. Um, that I think his name on Twitter is CryptoTaxSucks. Um, and I found him through another monkey that used him. And it's expensive, right? You know, I'm going to pay him a bunch and he's going to go through and categorize all the transactions and tell me what I owe. Um, so we'll see. You know, and, and the problem with a lot of this is it's capital gains tax, right? So um, short-term capital gains is, you know, something like 30% and long-term over a year is 15%. So if you're, um, you know, if you're going through and you're flipping NFTs all the time, that's short-term capital gains. You make one, you know, you make 100 bucks, you got to pay 30 of that to the tax man. Um, it's not ideal, but that's that's what it is right now. Um, so, you know, you could be on the hook for a lot. And is it worth doing that again and again for, you know, burger steaks? Probably not. Uh, you're opening yourself up to, you know, potentially a big tax bill. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it's kind of led me to think a lot of, think about a lot of things in a different way. Um, you know, any NFT that you're down on, tax loss harvest um you know nfts are non-fungible however they are fungible you know the more fungible you make it like i'm i'm down um on the on these smb gen 3s you know i i bought some um some mid rares right when they got released and you know what they are down you know significantly from there i you know it's it's not like i'm in a pfp those smbs so what i'm doing is I'm dumping, um, dumping and rebuying. So, you know, uh, selling at a loss, you know, say I, 
sold, sell one at a 20 soul loss and I buy back at seven soul, um, that's a, lo- a loss that I've harvested and I still have an SMB, right? So, um, you know, as long as you're not like super emotionally attached to all your NFTs, I think it's worth it. So I'm going through before the end of 2023 and I'm dumping anything that uh, is down significantly and I'll buy back into some of the ones that I like. But um, this is something that we, you know, we, we kind of have to do, um, I think. So that's, uh, I think that's important. I think that's uh, way more important than um, anyone is really talking about. And I mean, it, you just don't, like, we're not criminals, right? You know, it, it's hard to do. And it's hard to get it right. But um, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to sift through 11,000 transactions to figure out how much I owe, right? So I, I had to get somebody else at the pricey. Um, but I'm viewing I'm viewing it as an investment and not worrying about uh, getting the IRS following me, right? You know, if I ever get doxxed or something like that, you know, I, I'm a real person. So um, I want to make sure that I get these right. Um, and that's what I'm doing. So I'd recommend looking into it. Uh, I don't want to like scare you guys on that, but I think that's something that, uh, you know, you got to take into account when you're trading, um, right? You know, if you can hold something longer than a year, that's, you know, a 15% increase in the amount that you can keep after taxes. So worth thinking about. Anyways, that's all I got. Thanks for joining me. You guys have a good day.